Welcome to the HR Empowerment Podcast, where we will uncover strategies and new insights from HR professionals who discuss up-to-date regulations, best practices, and the most pressing topics like diversity and equity, leadership, dealing with difficult situations, and much more that affect your bottom line and business. Thanks for joining us. Hey, everybody. Wendy Sellers here, the HR lady. We are here today to talk about peer support training for mental health. We have our guest expert on mental health, Juliet Meskers. Hey, Juliet. Hi. Thank you so much for having me here today. It's an honor. Absolutely. Coming to us from New York City, correct? Yes. Awesome. Awesome. We are kind of spread out all over the country. I'm in Florida. You and my co-host, JC, are both from New York, upstate, and then the city. Hey, JC. Hey, it's a pleasure to be here. How are you doing today? Fantastic. Uh, let's just jump right in. You know, one in five Americans experience a mental health condition each year. And I'm sure this is no su- surprise to you, Juliet. What brought you into this field and how can you help our listeners who are mainly hr people or they are wearing many hats one of them happens to be hr as well yeah so i grew up struggling with depression and anxiety ocd um a whole cocktail of uh, mental health issues and it was something i always struggled with um but was very silent about and when i got to college we had a very bad suicide issue at the University of Delaware. And I was, uh, after a couple kids took their own lives, we, a group of us came together and started a mental health organization on campus. And so I got super involved in the space and was doing awareness efforts and throwing music festivals with suicide prevention intentions. And around that time, I ended up losing a close friend of mine to suicide. And I took a lot of time to reflect and felt really guilty and spent a lot of time ruminating and really asked myself, you know, how can I consider myself to be such a mental health advocate? And yet I totally missed the warning signs in my own front. And what I realized is that I was never formally educated on how to recognize the warning signs of someone who was suicidal or how to recognize the warning signs of someone who was struggling with mental health in general. We were talking in this organization and through these awareness efforts about the fact that mental health exists, but we didn't talk about what that actually meant and how to look out for it. So I decided to team up with my co-founder and we decided to go to the National Council of Behavioral Health and get our certifications in teaching mental health intervention, suicide prevention, and mental health first aid. And we were teaching that program, Mental Health First Aid, for um, about six months, which was an eight-hour in-person training uh, before the pandemic hit. And that was the most highly utilized mental health uh, training course in the world before we started ours and we saw that there were a lot of issues with it. It was very difficult to implement into businesses. It was very difficult for HR representatives to find eight hours in a day for them to go through the training or for their staff to go through the training and managers. 
And it was super outdated. It was super gendered. When we were talking about statistics, we're talking male versus female. We're not being inclusive of the LGBTQI plus community or how different races are disproportionately affected by mental illness. So we said, you know, it's time for us to create something more updated um, and easier to implement into organizations. And so we teamed up with a group of psychologists and psychiatrists, and we created a course called Mental Health Intervention Training. And Mental Health Intervention Training is a hour and a half long course, and it teaches individuals how to help and support their peers, their coworkers, their loved ones who are going through mental health issues. And that ranges from noticing the warning signs and someone who's struggling, initiating a conversation and guiding them to forms of treatment and support to just having a normal conversation with someone who opens up about the fact that they're struggling with anxiety or depression. So covers a wide range of topics and it can be really helpful for HR representatives, especially to get this type of training and to help, you know, utilize and implement it into their staff for programming and uh, compliance training, because a lot of HR representatives that we talk to give us the feedback that they feel like they're becoming the office therapist. Everybody's mm-hmm. coming to them and talking to them about their mental health issues and they're not formally trained on how to provide support. And they're also kind of carrying the burden of their whole office. So when they can get trained, they're better suited to support those who come to them. But also when managers and staff members and coworkers are trained as well, they can help take the burden off of those HR representatives and communities can come together as a team to help support one another in the workplace and outside of the workplace. Wow. My, my jaw is just kind of hanging open right now and it, rarely am I left speechless. And this is, this is just amazing. Thank you for being the voice and taking the time to do this um, from, uh, you know, an HR consultant who I'm not in an office and I don't have staff, but when I was HR, you are right. It's a, you know, we're expected to be everything and you, you can't be everything. So peer support is so, so important. There's a huge stigma and lack of awareness of the barriers to seeking help for the for mental health issues everywhere, not just in the workplace. So this peer support is is truly vital for mental health. So thank you for going above and beyond. We we need this just like we need CPR training, right? Absolutely. Yeah, we always draw that parallel between CPR training and mental health intervention training. And the way that our course operates is that we're not teaching people how to treat. We're not teaching people how to diagnose. We're simply teaching them how to recognize uh, signs and symptoms in someone who's struggling and to provide peer support until they can connect that person to a professional. So in the same way that if someone goes into cardiac arrest, someone who's trained in CPR is going to provide CPR until the ambulance arrives. That's what we're teaching our participants to be is that initial active bystander in a crisis and then connect to further treatment, which we'll go through during the course. Fantastic. Not being afraid to make a mistake too. You know, just kind of the way that you laid that out there, you're not telling them exactly what they need to do to fix the problem, but how to press forward. There was a, there was a book that I read, um, uh, just, a, just a small quote uh, from this uh, gentleman, this doctor. Uh, it states, something I know about seemingly confident people, and especially people who work in large companies, is that often they're more afraid of making a mistake 
than they are of wanting to do something right. And that's uh, Dr. Mark Goldston uh, from the book Just Listen. Uh, great guy right there. Some good advice. And it's all about cracking that code and getting through to the people and maybe not pushing them to that point, right? I mean, am I? Yes, Wendy. I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> That's all right. No, I think you're right on it. But I want to I wrap up episode one here so we can leave more. And we have a lot more information and facts and advice for our listeners coming up in episode two. So we can, including myself, walk away understanding mental health a little bit more. We will be right back. Thank you for joining the HR Empowerment Podcast, brought to you by Aurora Training Advantage. We hope you've gained new insight and strategies to navigate the HR profession. We look forward to you joining us again on the HR Empowerment Podcast.